Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Precious, so high, I long for relief. Still, my deepest pain I'm sharing with you only. I caught a glimpse of light, just wait inside, and I'm ready for the greatest love of
responding to your call. Hallelujah. Put your hands together one more time for the choristers. Hallelujah. Let's please pray over the offerings. Father, we thank you for this moment of giving. We pray that, Lord, you bless these seeds in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. We have the RC band in the house. Hallelujah. Shall we put our hands together and welcome up, say, the RC band? Oh, do it better unto the Lord. Encourage them as they come up stage. The RC band. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. This is the uh, RC band. Amen. Uh, hallelujah. We have a, a special song that we want to minister to you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the RC band. <laughs> How many of you love the Lord? Give him a wave this morning. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. It goes like this. I love you, Lord. You're greater than ever. I love you, Lord, more than my heart can sing. I love you, Lord, more than I love myself. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. You do greater than that. Everything on earth, I love you, Lord. More than my heart can sing, I love you, Lord. More than I love myself, I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. Come on, I love you, Lord. Come on, I love you, Lord. Come on, you greater. Greater than anything, I love you, Lord. Come on, more than my heart can say. I love you, Lord. More than, more than I love myself. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you.
my body, my, my body and soul, the pride I left my head. Come on. All that I am is yours. I lift my head. Come on. I lift my head. Come on. I lift. I lift. I lift. I lift. I lift my head. I am. I am a sacrifice. I lift my head. Come on, my body and soul, the prize. I lift my hands. Everybody, come on. All that I am is yours. I lift, I lift my head. Come on. I lift my hands. I lift my hands. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
live from Accra. Whilst the preaching was happening. But something, I mean, something was changing in me. I didn't, I didn't know why. Every Sunday I thought, let me just come. Let me just come. Let me just come. Until one day, I remember he said to me, you can do the projector. You can change the slides. And I remember every week I would change the slides and I would see the worship music. I see the scriptures. And suddenly I began to read scriptures. You have to know scriptures. I mean, you, you have to, to know change, the scriptures, yeah. To change the yeah. slides. I mean, sometimes they mention a scripture. I didn't know. I just put my head down while everyone is looking at me. Okay. And it's, I mean, but through that, I thought to myself, I have to know these scriptures. I remember the great change. He gave me um, a selection of messages um, called The Journey. And, and they were a selection of messages from um, South Africa, um, Catch the Anointing. And it was on the anointing, handling the anointing. And I remember I would listen to it and I would listen to it and I would listen to it every single morning. We used to share messages, I mean, like they were gems. But I didn't understand what was happening to me. And I remember one Put your hands together one more time. Amen. Hallelujah. It's time for the word. Amen. I say it's time for the word. Amen. The man of God is in the house. Hallelujah. Reverend has been preaching powerfully. Amen. About salvation. Amen. And this afternoon he's going to continue preaching. Amen. And without much ado, I want us to put our hands together, rising on our feet, and welcoming to the podium Reverend Dr. Charles Osei. Hallelujah. Put your hands together. For Jesus, amen. Hallelujah. 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 Are you blessed to be in church today? Let's hear the administration. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Right. She's the one preaching today, so she's ministering to all of us. <laughs> i 
gonna stay now I'm on my way Jesus this is where I found the love and the peace and joy in the Holy Ghost now I'm on But you gave your life to save me. And oh, I don't want to ever have to leave you. I don't want to ever have to lose my calling.
Lord, I'm gonna stick with you. Stuck on you. I've got this feeling down deep in my heart since I found you. Now I'm on my way, Jesus, deep in sin, falling deeper and deeper and deeper to sinful ways. Now I'm on my way, I found a new life. Have you found found a new life. Yeah. You're talking about salvation. I have found a new life. Romans 1.16, our memory verse. I have found a new life. Let's talk about pure salvation. And let's, and let's not joke around. Let's talk about real change. Romans 1.16. This is our memory verse. Go. Hallelujah. He says, you know, see, I am not ashamed. I will recommend that everybody goes and listen to the first lap service this morning. The testimonies. Okay, go and listen to it. We just, we just showed you one of them. There were several of them. We just showed you one. You see, he said, he said it is the power of God. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God, okay, unto salvation. The power. As I was listening to the testimonies of the young people, I could see the power in the gospel. I mean, some of the people say, at your age, you were that bad? I mean, fraud, 419, gangsters. Listen to the whole testimony. And you can see that your father couldn't change you. Your mother couldn't change you. Your headmaster cannot change you. But one day you had the gospel and you changed. It is the power of God unto salvation. That is why we should not be ashamed of the gospel. That's why you must preach the gospel. Because it has a power to change. Power. And it is not only them. You too. Your mother couldn't correct you. Your father couldn't correct you. Some of you, even the police couldn't change you. I said, go and listen to the whole service. One, one guy, he was a gangster. He said, even when they took him to them, he was, he was giving his testimony. He was a gangster in L London, Peckham. And if you know Peckham, if you ever live in London, you know Peckham, you understand what gangsters are. The people, think, the people in the Bronx think they are tough. They should go to Peckham. We meet the real guys. 
I said the people in the Bronx think they are tough. They should go to Peckham. You know who the real gangsters are. They are levels of gangsters. So when I said, because I lived in London before. I'm in mean, Peckham, Brixton, Camberwell Green, that area. And my sister used to live in Brixton, so I used to go there. So when I heard that, I, said, I grew up in Peckham. I said, this is the real deal. <laughs> this is not Bronx. No, 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 this is not, I mean, this is not Bronx. Bronx think they are tough. They should go to Peckham. Yeah. He said, he had been arrested so many times that this time when they caught him, you know, like, as soon as he entered, they said they know him. They, know, yeah, they, have, they have his file. But one day, the gospel changed him. I said, one day, the gospel changed him. And, to, and today, he's a missionary to Grenada. The gospel changed him. We are not ashamed of the God. Hallelujah. So, church, and I'm sure their parents are so happy. Because some children, eh? Some children. Ay, yeah, yeah. Only God. Only God can touch them. That is why I encourage parents to bring their children to church. Only God can change them. We are not ashamed. Amen. Hallelujah. It is the power of God. And it's not only him. You see, you too. That's what I'm saying. You too, you are like that. Some of you even seniors did not change. I mean, your father did not change. Your mother did not change you. But the gospel can change you. You see, because there's power in the gospel. That is why we should not stop preaching the gospel. It is the power of God. There's power in it to change. That's why I'm told my daughter, if she had to sing the song, I found a new life. I found a new life. I have found a new life in Jesus. Hallelujah. So we are talking about salvation. How to preach salvation. Amen. In this church, by the grace of God, we talk about the gospel. Hallelujah. If you want, if you want to go to a church where they, don't, they preach to tickle your fantasy, you're in the wrong church. Here we talk about pure salvation. Amen. So you are here to hear pure salvation. The gospel of Jesus Christ. We are not here for gimmicks and games. We are here for the gospel. For it is the power of God unto salvation. Hallelujah. So, we are still talking from how to preach salvation. And today, we are going to talk about, this morning I spoke about, you know, salvation and the great invitation. Listen to this morning's service, the great invitation. Salvation is also an invitation. When you are being saved, God is inviting you to a better life. I said, when you are being saved, God is inviting you to what? A better life. Hallelujah. So, let's look at salvation and the ten virgins. Matthew chapter 25, verses 1 to 13. Please, the children are here. I don't know why they're in the, they are not in the office, but please keep them quiet. Let them be quiet. I beg you. 25. Let's look from verse number... Yeah, Matthew 25. This is, once again, all these are stories Jesus told. And anything Jesus told, if you have a good Bible, is in red. And the reason why it is in red is because it's more important. Don't compare the teachings of Jesus Christ to Paul or Matthew because he is the kingdom and he talks about the kingdom well. So he said once again, 
Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto. You see, anytime Jesus talks about the kingdom, one, I will say, because you and I have not been to heaven before, he has to use an example that you can understand. Do you get it? I said, do you get it? Because you have not been to heaven before. So the only way you can understand is for him to use something that you can, an example. That's why he, all his parables has to do with things that we can understand. You understand? Because I, I, I remember I once watched a movie. I think the, the Lost Boys of Sudan. And they were going to go abroad. And someone was telling them, abroad, it snows. You see, and the person was in Sudan. So it's like, what is snow? Yes, he was in Sudan. So someone was trying to show him what snow is. So it's okay. How, what is snow? It's okay, follow me. Then he took him to a deep freezer. Then he opened the freezer and the ice and the cold. He said, this is how snow is. <laughs> yes, he, made, he gave me an analogy that it is cold and there's ice. That's snow. Yes, and since none of us have been to heaven before, anytime Jesus talks about heaven, he gives, or the kingdom of heaven, he gives an everyday example. So the first thing was to say the kingdom of heaven is likened. This is how it looks like. Likened unto ten virgins which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. Verse number two. And five of them were wise and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight, there was a cry made. Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you. But go ye rather to them that sell, and buy for yourselves. And while they went in to buy, the bridegroom came. And they that were ready went in with him to the marriage. And the door was shut. Afterward came also the other virgins saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. Watch therefore. The parable, it says the kingdom of heaven is like. Hallelujah. The kingdom is like this. So, he was trying to demonstrate to us what God's kingdom looks like. How to remain a Christian. Look, please, it's a lot of movements, I beg you. This parable, the background to this parable, if you want to know the background to this parable, 
Uh, maybe you should go to. Because like I was sharing in the first service, every time you read a parable, you must look at the context. Maybe go to Matthew chapter 4 verse 3. So you'll understand. Matthew 24, 3. The verse before. Matthew 24. Matthew 24. No, Mark. Matthew 24. We read Matthew 25. Go to the one before. So you understand why 24, 3. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of the coming and of the end thereof? So, the disciples wanted to know, when are you coming back? When are you coming back to take us? We are with you. We are saved. So, when are you coming back? Do you understand what I'm saying? And he was told that, and then, when are you coming back? And he said, this is how the kingdom will be. This is how I'm, this is how I'm coming back. It's, it's like this. So he was talking about not only being saved, but staying saved till he comes. Not only saved, but staying saved till he comes. Because there's no point. See, don't be deceived. You can be saved today and fall off tomorrow. Are you hearing me? There's nothing like once saved, forever saved. It doesn't exist. Hallelujah. Church, are you hearing me? We are talking about how to preach salvation. You see, because I cannot preach salvation to you well if I don't make you to understand that after being saved, you have to try to remain saved. Are you understanding me, church? Because you can backslide. You can fall off. So he said the kingdom is like this. First of all, so let's look at what Jesus said. The first thing is that Go back to Matthew 25. He says that, 25, then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten vengeance. So the first thing is, the first thing you have to know that, about the kingdom, the first thing we need to know about the kingdom was that the people who were invited were virgins. Non-virgins were not invited. Hmm. Your non-virginity disqualifies you. Salvation is for the virgin, not the non-virgin. They said ten virgins were invited. It means if you are not a virgin, you are not invited. Stuck on you. Got a feeling. Non-virgins were not invited because virginity is important. Kastundaria. It says ten, then, then, I didn't write the Bible. Then shall the kingdom be to ten virgins. Not ten young girls. Not ten looking, not good looking. But ten virgins. It means that if you are not a virgin, you are not invited to the kingdom. For you to be in the kingdom of God, you need to be a virgin. And, and I'm not talking about Virgin Atlantic. <laughs> I am not talking about Virgin Atlantic. I'm not talking about Virgin Airways. And neither am I talking about Virgin Island. And I'm not talking about Virgin Pinacolata. It's none of those virgins. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
is virginity? What is virginity? You see, virginity has to deal with purity and holiness, including the unseen parts. Oh, I love it. Because you see, virginity is one of the few things that you can look, you cannot look at somebody's face and say you are a virgin. So when we talk about virgin or virginity, we are talking about something hidden. You cannot look at the, I cannot look at all the women and say, so, he virgin, he not, he, I can't. Neither has it to do with age. I can show this one, young one, he's a virgin. This is old, he's not a virgin. So it's not something that can be seen on the face. And it's important in the kingdom. The angel came to a virgin called Mary, not a young lady. There's a difference between a young and Hallelujah. Church, are you hearing me? Yeah. So reverend. So you mean, since I have sex with that, but I now go to heaven? It's a question. Right, but you know, me and you know, we used to, but we don't anymore, so I'm, I don't go to heaven. It's a question. It's like I knew. I got a feeling. Yeah. You know? But you know? Virginity. What, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say that virginity is a qualification to enter the kingdom. Are you hearing me? But the good news is that there is none righteous. No, not one. Are you hearing me? So, I can confidently say that Really speaking, there are no virgins. Now, 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 there is none righteous. I said, There is none righteous. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Because if we're willing to go into it, in fact, all have sinned. Including those who, including even those who said, oh, I have not slept with anybody. Yeah, fine, you are probably right. You probably have not slept with anybody. You are probably holy. But you are probably look at somebody lastfully. And according to Jesus Christ, when you do that, you have slept with the person. Are you hearing me? You can, you can make your defense. But by, by, by Jesus Christ, he said, if you look at somebody lastfully, you have already slept with the person. And I wonder whether there's anybody who has not looked at somebody lastfully. Even in the church. So, so the first thing about you being qualified by a virgin or, or what qualifies is to accept salvation, Jesus Christ, as your savior. For the Bible says, for all have sinned and fallen short. All of us have sinned. So you cannot be righteous on your own accord. You need Jesus Christ. So whether you have slept with somebody or you have not slept with somebody, in the eyes of God, we are all the same. 
Tell your neighbor, we are all the same. Say, don't look at me like I'm a sinner. Tell the person, don't look at me like I'm a sinner. We are all the same. All the same. I say all the same. I say all the same. If we really we are to look, don't have this holy look. We are all the same. Tell your neighbor we are all the same. Yes. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So that what it means that we all need the saving power of Christ. That's a good place to class. We all need the power of God. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Look. Psalm 53 verse 3. I'm showing the scriptures. Every one of them is gone back. They are all they are they are all together become filthy. There is none that doeth good. There is none that doeth good. No, not one. I said there is none that doeth good. Even you in your holy looking, your righteous looking, your, your straight form, you still don't do good. There is none that doeth good. No, not one. Because you may look holy, but you have envy, you have jealousy, you are evil. There is none that doeth good. No, not one. Are you hearing me? There is none. That is why you cannot stand before God. Because God is looking for virginity. And, and you are not a virgin for all are filthy. So the only thing that qualifies you to be a virgin is the blood of Jesus. Salvation. For he came to cling, to seek and to save. He came to give you a new life. So whether you have slept with, slept with 100 boys or zero boys, you only salvation. Yeah. Hallelujah. Church, are you hearing me? I say, are you hearing me? Yeah. That is why it is a mistake to walk in your own righteousness. Hallelujah. You look a bit confused. Listen. The invitation is for only virgins. Okay? Ten virgins. That's what the invitation is for. Salvation. And the Bible says that there's none righteous. It means no matter how good you think you are, you are not a virgin, spiritually. Spiritually, you are not a virgin. You are contaminated. And the only way you can qualify to be a virgin is to accept Jesus Christ. He cleanses us and washes us from all our sins. So it means without temptations, something like, at this point, why don't I take this? Why don't I say so I'll be free? But you have the extra oil to stand on your consciousness and your rights and your God. Look, even though I am in this difficulty, I will not lie. You have the extra oil. The extra oil. Because as for the temptations, they will come to all. Yes! Your wife will insult you. He will cheat on you. He will say bad things about you. And it happens to everybody. It's not, you're not, you're not the one who have a difficult marriage. Everybody has a difficult marriage. But you have the extra oil. Do you have the extra oil to tolerate her nonsense? Do you have the nonsense absorbers? 
Do you have the extra oil? Yes. Your husband, your, hey, Reverend, you don't know my husband. He, Reverend, he, my husband is not like you at all. How do you know your husband is not like me? Ask my wife. <laughs> How do you know? Reverend, my husband is not like you. How do you know? Ask my wife. You'll be surprised I'm the same like him. The question is, do you have the extra oil? It's a control group. Five, five. Five, five. Control group. Jesus was trying to tell that everything in heaven, it's a control group. Whatever you are going through, somebody is going through. So if you don't survive, don't say it is unique to you. You didn't have the extra oil. Are you hearing me? Don't say that, oh, my situation is peculiar. No. Five, five. Five, five. There should be a cigarette called five, five. <laughs> five, five. Tell her number five, five. Do you have extra oil? Ask the person, do you have extra oil? That's what it is. Five, five. Ask for five, there's five, five. She don't cook. She don't cook either. He doesn't smile. He doesn't smile either. He's always listening to his mother. He's always listening to his mother either. Five, five. The difference is the extra oil. Oh, you know, you don't know my childhood. I was so traumatized, you know. My dad left me when I was a kid. I was so traumatized. I used to live with my uncle. Even my uncle so sexually abused me. Listen to me. You are not the only one. Five, five. There's a control group. The parents abuse you. I feel sorry for you, but there's a control group. People have parents who abuse them, and they are still ministers, and they are doing well. There's always a control group. High five. Hallelujah. The extra oil. They all slept. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Extra oil. That's the difference. Do you have the extra oil? Oh, the economy is hard. Do you have the extra oil? Because some people have extra oil. They don't care what government comes into power. They have extra oil. Do you have the financial extra oil? Receive financial extra oil. That's what I want to I know you need it. Receive financial extra oil. I prophesy financial extra oil. So that your things will not be repossessed. You always have a cushion. Amen. I say you always have a cushion. Amen. May you always have a cushion. Amen. Spiritually. Amen. Emotionally. Amen. You see, I pray for somebody here. Your lack of emotional extra oil can cost you. Because the day that you are provoked, because you don't have that reserve, you may do something that you regret. But I bind that in the name of Jesus. Amen. May you have extra oil. Amen. May no provocation tip you to the edge. Amen. Yeah. Because some, some people can provoke you. You will do something that you regret. But I bind it. I say I bind it. I say I bind it. You will not be provoked to the edge. You will always have the capacity to contain. Because you see, when the law comes, they will not look at what was done. They will look at what you did. It's your reaction that they will judge you of. When the law counts, it's your reaction. Yeah. Yes, she insulted you. Her mouth was sharp, but you slapped her. And when they come, they will not, forget, they will not remember the insult. 
they will look at the mark on her face, and that's what will send you to jail. I'm preaching to you. I'm, this lawyer, I'm asking, huh? Yeah, this lawyer. Look, she can insult you head to toe. When they come, they will see because the insult is not on your body. But they slap. <laughs> because the insult, there's no, there's no evidence of the insult on your body. But what they will see is the bruise and the slap. And that is what will send you to jail. But if you had the extra oil to absorb her insult, you will not slap and you will not go to jail. May God give you extra oil in temperance. I say may God give you extra oil in temperance. Because a lot of this is their traps. So they are satanic traps. I'm telling uh, they are satanic traps. It's a trap set for you. Don't fall into it. Satanic traps. Hallelujah. Good. Let's try oil. They all slumbered. Hallelujah. Then they all slumbered and they all slept. And at midnight, there was a cry made. Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish, <laughs> and the foolish said to the wise, and the foolish said to the wise, give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. Come on, come on, come on, come on. We were all invited to the party. We're friends. We're friends. Come on. We all rode in the same car. Mm-hmm. We're still there. You know, we were invited to the party. And time has run out. You know, time is we all came to the party. And look, come on. Come on. Be Christian. Share. Why are you so mean? The Bible says, give us, for our lamps are gone. Don't you think it's, it's, it's fair? I came with you. And I ran out. Please. And the next verse is what I want you to take a look. But the wicked answered. But the wicked answered. Are you reading the Bible? But the wicked answered. But who answered? Is it the wicked or the wise? But don't think you are wicked if I came with you and I ran out and you don't give me some. Come on, come on, the two of you. How do you think so that she's being mean, you run out, and she doesn't want to give it to you? Is she wicked? A little wicked? I'm talking about the Bible. The Bible did not say, and the wicked said. But the wise, but the wise, not the wicked, but the wise, not the wicked, but the wise, but the wise, what is God telling us? Sometimes it is wisdom to say no. Sometimes it is wisdom to say no. Not every no makes you a wicked person. Some no's are wise. Sometimes wisdom says no. It is wisdom. It is not in, not in every occasion that you should be throwing out things or be dishing out. Sometimes wisdom will tell you say no. It's not everybody who asks you that you must give. Some people say no. Because you see, let me show you the revelation here. If they had given to them, 
they probably both have run out. And you have become a partaker of somebody's foolishness. Why do you want to become a partaker of somebody's foolishness? You didn't go to school. You were from the same house. Mommy and I were all staying in the same house. You were under the same roof. They say we should go to school. I was studying. You were playing ball behind the backyard. You didn't do anything. Now we are old. We want you to look after you. The wife says, no. <laughs> I'm preaching. You didn't know what you're supposed to do. What you're supposed to do now? You're calling my well, well, you're such a, a mean sister. Listen to me, I'm not a mean sister. You had the same opportunity, you choose not to do what you're supposed to do, and I should not be a partaker of your foolishness. I should not be a partaker, it doesn't make you wicked, it makes you wise. I shouldn't be a partaker of your stupidity. I didn't say it all. He said, wise said what? No. I wish it would have been the wicked. But I said what? The wise said what? No. Yeah. Had the same opportunity. You messed up. You misbehaved. And now you want, you, you want your misbehavior and stupidity to become my responsibility. Hello? Preaching the message, I tell you. Are you hearing me? He said, no, 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 no. Go buy for yourself. Listen to me. No, 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 no. Go buy for yourself. No, 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 no. Go buy for yourself. No, 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 no. Go buy for yourself. Sometimes it is good to tell people, go and do it yourself. I will not do it for you. Go buy for yourself. That's a wise answer. Hallelujah. That is why sometimes it's good to tell people, go and get a job. Go and get a J-O-B. Go and get a job. What is wrong with that? Bishop Saki was telling us a story one time ago about two ladies who were working in an office. Then one lady said, well, I quit. There's, there's too much nonsense here. I can't stand this nonsense. These people are so, I mean, they're mean. They don't care. I quit. Then she quit. Now after a while, she was broke. Then she went to ask her colleague, who was still working there? Like, can you lend me this? He said, you cannot take the nonsense. I should take the nonsense. <laughs> Let me go. That's not right. Yeah. The wife said no. Amen. I said amen. Yeah. Let them go to town. Hallelujah. You see, and the Bible says at midnight, See, let me say something. You know, the trumpet sounded. I'm talking about staying as a Christian. The trumpet at midnight. You see, the, the, all, the summary of this parable is that the time of his coming is not determined by you. It's determined by him. He, he determines when he will come. So it is good for you and I as Christians to be ready all the time. Listen to the gospel. We need to be ready all the time. Because you don't know when the master will come. You have no idea when the Lord will return. 
a story is told about a Christian brother who, had been, who was very, very faithful in the church. He was a very serious usher, always doing God's work. Ushering. Come early. Take care of the church. Very serious brother. Correct. Then one day, a, sister, a certain sister tempted him. He want to visit the sister. And by the time he realized, the sister has removed her pants. And said, to a Christian brother, fire in his bosom. So he, too, he fell for it. And as he was on it, performing, the sister's house was by a roadside. You see, the, the sister's house was by a roadside. So as he was performing, a big truck was passing. And there was a traffic jam. So the truck driver blew his horn. And then remember that the, the Bible said, at the time of the rapture, there, there shall be a son of... <laughs> the rapture. From that day, he never fornicated again. <laughs> because you don't know the time. You must be ready. Amen. I said amen. You see, it's a, and when they came back, the door was shut. Are you reading the story? Please, no movement. I'm seeing very important. So what happened was that because they didn't have the oil, they went to look for oil. And when they came back, the door was shut. When they came back, the door was shut. And not only, and they stood at the back of the door. And they were knocking. They said, who is that? They said, us, it's us. Who is this? Who are you? We are the five wagons. The master said, I know you not. Let's conclude this, today's message. Listen. Number one. Most important things are time related. There is nothing that is important that is open forever. Okay, that's my first point. That is why you must pray for the law of time. That you must, that you'll be ready at the right time. May you be ready at the right time. I say may you be ready at the right time. Because most important things are time related. Hallelujah. But even what is even more painful. Now, let's look at the logic. What is even more painful was wouldn't it it have been easier if I had carried the extra oil at the beginning of the journey as opposed to going there, running out, came out, probably took Uber, Bought the oil at the, uh, at the highest price. Did all the work. I'm t- uh, you know what I'm saying? 
I mean, compare, compare the, the, the two groups. So, so, the ones who did not carry the, the oil initially, they went to the place. Their oil ran out. They left the place, came all the way to town. Probably took Uber, a cab or whatever. Paid for oil probably at the top price. And, and did all the work. So, it, so, you can see that in terms of work, they did more work than the one who carried the extra oil and still did not qualify. I'm showing you wisdom. I'm showing you wisdom. If they labored more. They did more work and still did not make it. You can do more work and still not make it. So, what God is telling us, look, some things, you are better of getting it right the first time. Get it right the first time. Don't miss it. The church is quiet. I tell you. There are some things, you are better of getting it right the first time. Because when you miss it, it will cost you more and you still will not make it. That's what happened to them. That's why they knocked. Yeah. So, some, so let me tell you something. There are some critical things in your life. Some critical decisions. Pray to God to get it right the first time. Because when you miss it, it will cost you more and you can never make it up. It's a message. It's a message. They did more work. They did more, but still didn't get it. So, some things are important in life. They are critical. Pray to God to get it right. The first time. Because you, if you miss it, it will cost you. You see, even if it costs you more and you get it back, it doesn't matter. But it will cost you more and you still don't get it. That is why if that marriage is important, pray about the marriage. First about it. Watch the person. Get it right the first time. Because if you get it wrong, you may go wrong. You can never get it back again. It will cost you your life. Yeah. So you are better off delaying. See, I'm talking about the right preparation. Some things require preparation. Spend your time to prepare before you start. Don't start without preparation because you may come back and it will cost you more. There's an anointing here, I tell you. You can do more. So pray. Spend time. Look, pray to God. Prepare well. You are better off passing that exam the first time because you may come back again. You can never. Yeah. Yeah. It's not everything that the second chance can work. Yeah. That is why you shouldn't joke with your salvation. You must hear the gospel and give your life to Christ. Because a time will come, it will be difficult for you. I'm preaching. Hallelujah. Look, they did more work. Ah, you look at it. Sarah, did, they, did they do more work? They, went, they came. They went back. They came again. Ah! And still, all because they did not take their time to pray, 
to prepare, to plan the journey and get it right the first time. Goodness. And that is what I'm talking about this afternoon. May we get it right the first time. I say, may you get it right the first time. Pray to God. Plan first and pray because it is a life-changing decision. Get it right the first time. Holy Spirit, help us. I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about. Because some delays means cancellation. Hallelujah. Concerning that child, get it right the first time. Don't wait for the child to become a monster. Now you are sending him to the pastor. It's too late. You should have brought him to the Sunday school when he was three years old. Not now that he's shooting gangster. Now you are bringing him to me. It's too late. Some things are critical. Hallelujah. Get it right the first time. The kingdom. Some things you need to get right the first time. Pray for mercy. Pray for grace. Look, church, you are saved. But to stay saved, you need the power of the Holy Spirit. You need the extra oil. May God give us extra oil. May we get the important things right the first time. I don't know what else to say. I feel there's something in me telling that, look, God, help somebody in the decision taking. There's somebody here, you're about to take a decision. Please stand up, let me pray for you. May you get it right the first time. I feel I must pray for somebody. You're about to take an important decision. Please stand up. I'll pray for you. Because you, you must get it right. You, 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 you can't mess it up. Please, come come forward. I'll, I just feel like you pray. Thank you. Ministers, help me. I, I just feel like you pray. Because the second time... Mm. Thank you. I just feel like you pray. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Wow, that many people? Many. Get it right the first time. Thank you. Ready for your whole Thank you, Holy Spirit. I will let you into my mind and into my soul. No, hold on. Sing order my steps. Get it right the first time. Lead me, guide me every day. Let it be your song.
Please lift up your hand. Father, we stand here this afternoon asking for you to order our steps. For we are Adam. At the decision point. In the valley of decision. Father, I pray as your prophet over this ones. Now as they stand in the valley of decision, which way to go, left or right? Father, may you order their steps, may they get it right the first time. Father, deliver your children from costly mistakes. Father, hey, I pronounce the wisdom, the anointing of the wise. Deliver us from regretting our decisions. Deliver us from doing things that so costly and yet does no benefit. This afternoon, I stand as your prophet and I release the wisdom to direct. You say wisdom is profitable to direct. Wisdom is profitable to direct. May the wisdom which is profitable to direct be released upon their lives. Let your children go the right way. Deliver us from costly mistakes. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Go back to your sister. Everybody stand up. Stand up, please. We are closing. playing church, you are in church, you are out of church, that kind of games. I'm not talking about games. I'm talking about knowing Jesus Christ as your personal savior. I'm talking about salvation. You are here, you are not born again. You see, it, it, it will cost you down the line. It will cost you. Don't make a mistake before you say, had I known. This is the hour of salvation. Salvation is calling. Don't make the mistake. Take a decision today for Jesus. No movement around with every eye closed. No movement around, please. For a brief moment, you want to give your life to Jesus Christ. Look, you want to get, you want to get salvation right. There's one thing you have to get it right. That's salvation. You want to get it right. You want to get it right. You want to get salvation right. Please, lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Just lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. I want to see your hand go up. You want to get it right. You want to get it right. You want to 
want to get salvation right. I see your hand. I see your hand. Your hand is up. Lift it up. I want to, I want to get it right. I like it. Get it right. I, do, I want to get the salvation thing right. Look. Those of you who lift up your hand, come, come. Come with me. Come, come. All of you come. You lift up your hand. Come. You want to get it right. You want to get anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else? You want to get it right. You want to get the salvation thing right. You want to get it right. You want to get the salvation thing right. I don't want to mess it up. It up. Anybody else? I don't want to mess it up. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Listen, guys, you are getting it right. I don't want to mess it up. I want to get it right. Whatever I say this after me, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. This afternoon. This afternoon. I come before you. I come before you. As a sinner. As a sinner. I'm not pure. I'm not pure. I'm not holy. I'm not holy. That's why I come to you. That's why I come to you. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Have mercy on me. Have mercy. All of you come. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. And save me. And save me. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. And save me. I want to get my salvation right. I want to get my salvation right. I want to go to heaven. I want to go to heaven. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, thank you for those ones who have come. May their salvation be right. May their salvation be, may their salvation be pure. And Father, may the Holy Spirit help them to stay the course. In Jesus' name. Amen. What's your name? Jubilee. You are saved. What's your name? Stacy, you are saved. What's your name? Jordy. You are saved. What's your name? Jael, you are saved. After church, you see Pastor Adrian over there? This pastor will talk to you, okay? Put your hands together for them. God bless you. You got it right. You got it right. I say you got it right. Amen. God bless you. Yeah. Let's get it right. Amen. Look, church, let's get it right. I say let's get it right. I can't hear you. Let's get it right. Yes. Because the second chance may be costly. Hallelujah. All right. You want to honor the Lord with your first and best? Please come. Please take your seat as we take our first and best. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.